0: This time tomorrow, she would be fishing. Well, maybe not this time tomorrow, but in 36 hours for sure. WPC Wendy Granger closed her eyes and tried to imagine the bucolic scene in all its soft-focus beauty. Before she could compose the image in her head, a siren brought her back to her current reality. Tottenham Court Road, at chucking out time, the street decorated with vomit, piss and blood a motley collection of teenagers reluctant to go home. Granger looked down at the girl in the red coat standing in front of her. Petite, maybe five foot two, with long dark hair and the kind of pale skin that shimmered under the street lighting, she was claiming that she was 18. Granger very much doubted it. 15 seemed a better guess, 16 at a push. There was a clear smell of alcohol on her breath, but her eyes were bright and she didn't seem intoxicated. Even at this late hour, the girl retained a fresh-faced look that suggested a stamina Granger had lost years ago. There's no point in hating her, the cop admonished herself, just because she's young. Granger had a vague sense of being young herself once, nights up the West End, too much to drink, followed by embarrassing behaviour of one sort or another. It was a rite of passage. On the other hand, it was impossible not to feel a lingering sense of resentment at being confronted by the next generation kids getting ready to push her off the stage before Granger had achieved anything. The handful of Gawkers standing behind the police tape next to the bus stop couldn't have contained anyone older than twenty, all of them happily chatting and filming the scene on their mobile phones, as if this was simply an extension of the night's entertainment put on for their benefit. Granger had to fight in a rational urge to have them all arrested and shipped back to the station. Whoever said that youth was wasted on the young had probably been thinking about the stupid little sods stumbling around Westminster at closing time. So much energy, so little imagination. A properly enforced curfew on the under-25s would cut the workload of the night shift by about 75%, at least. Granger herself would be 30 this year. I'm turning into mum, she thought morosely, overlooking the fact that her mother, by the time she had reached that particular milestone, had already popped out three kids and was well on the way towards the unsuccessful conclusion of her second marriage. Is this going to take long? The girl pointed towards a bus approaching the stop. I want to get that. I just need to take some details. Granger pulled out the battered moleskin notebook that had been a present from her dad three Christmases ago. The pages were covered with densely packed notes, mostly relating to long forgotten cases. Granger deliberately kept her handwriting small and neat to make the notebook last as long as possible. She flipped towards the back for a blank page. You can get the next one. But they take ages at this time of night, the girl complained. Sorry, Granger lied. Won't take long. The alternative would be to go down the station. I didn't do anything, the girl whined, every word making her sound even younger than she looked. As the bus came to a halt, She looked like she was considering making a run for it. The doors opened and, after a moment's debate, a couple of Gawkers jumped on board. The doors closed behind them and the driver glanced at the goings-on in the alley before pulling away, heading towards Camden. The girl watched it depart with a mixture of annoyance and resignation in her face. Okay. She turned back to face Granger. So I've missed my bus. Thanks a lot. What do you need to know? It took a moment but Granger recalled the name the girl had given her. Haley Cooper, she asked as she scribbled it down. That's right. Where do you live? Cooper gave an address in Upmarket Highgate. My mum's a lawyer, she added, as if to explain the posh address. A partner at a magic circle firm. And she lets you stay out at this time of night? The girl shrugged. She's in Singapore. Granger didn't bother to ask about the father. So she asked. You were the one who called it in. More fool me, the girl muttered. What happened? How would I know? Gritting her teeth, Granger reframed her question. What did you see that caused you to call 999? Not a lot. Cooper gestured towards a young man sitting on the back step of an ambulance parked on the pavement. There was a green blanket wrapped around his shoulders, and he stared vacantly into the middle distance, as he took occasional sips from a small plastic water bottle. Even at a distance of five yards, they could smell the mixture of vomit and urine emanating from under the blanket. Cooper wrinkled her nose.